Welcome back to another edition of Inside Anderson Raptors Athletics here on AndersonRaptors.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. Decaf Chris Newton is with us here once again. Not that he needs caffeine anyway. That doesn't seem to make a difference for this guy. So, uh, Newt, good to have you back here with us. Let's jump right in. And uh, you know, a little bit quieter of a week this week. Spring break is is uh, here, so, uh, so a little bit quieter, but we still got a lot of stuff to talk about. <clears throat> Let's start off on the diamond with your baseball team and uh, the way things are shaking out here. You know, get, getting some nice performances right now. We've talked last week how they got the potential to swing the bats and score a lot of runs, and that might come into play uh, this week. And you've got a couple of games slated against Winton Woods and uh, if Mother Nature allows them to be played. And we'll talk a little bit more about the weather aspect a little bit later in the program. But we look at the way Winton Woods is shaping up early on the season. They're 0-7, and, and they've only scored two runs on the season. It's just a struggle for them thus far in the campaign. We know the ECC is going to beat itself up as the year goes on. There's just so many quality programs, yours included, uh, vying for you know the top half of the league and a league title. So from that perspective, I'm curious to know if you or the coaches and even the players feel like this two-game set for Winton Woods, if you get them both in, or two games you got to take care of. Oh, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Um, incredibly important to, uh, you, you know, when you have the opportunity, um, you know, in, in all sports, there's games you got to win. There's games that it's going to be a struggle to win. And there's games that are, that are, you know, 50, 50, you hope to win. You have to win every game that you're slated to win on paper. And, um, and this is huge. We got to go out and we not only got to win, we got to play well and give ourselves some confidence in some areas. And, um, and by doing that, we can write the ship here a little bit. And, uh, you know, they, I still, I, I think great things about them. Um, they got a lot of good things going for them. Um, it's just, it, it comes down to a kind of a confidence level. And again, you got to find your chemistry, you know, new coach, you got to find out where things are, things are working and where they're not and, and make some adjustments. And, and our coaching staff is doing that and they're, they're very upbeat. Um, but it, you're right. These are two big games. Switch gears. Let's talk about the track and field. And um, <clears throat> obviously they face as much challenge with the weather as anybody. And, uh, you know, mother nature's already playing, playing some havoc with them. And again, we'll talk about weather kind of a little bit later on in more detail from the administrative side of things, but <clears throat> slated to go to out to a Harrison this coming Friday. That's an interesting trip. Don't, don't see that name pop up on the schedule for Anderson Athletics uh, quite quite a lot. So, uh, you know, a new place to go to perhaps there uh, later on this week. So, assuming Mother Nature cooperates and we're able to get this in for for the runners and the uh, shot put and discus athletes uh, out at Harrison, what's the overall task? What do the coaches want to see from the athletes, especially knowing that you're coming home next week? You've got the big one next week uh, at Anderson. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're and you're right. We we were out at Ross um friday night and um i'm telling you there was some kind of new form of precipitation i've never grovel or something like that was <laughs> these were it was defined as these snow pellets that came down the yeah. track was completely white the the, the turf was solid white it, it was craziest thing in the world and audrey break audrey baker's running the mile in this and um i mean it, it's just these kids really endure some of the craziest weather. They train in it, um, and, you know, and it could be, you know, at the Anderson Invitational, it could be 
90 degrees. It just, they're so different. Um, but, but last week you, you had incredibly tough weather against LaSalle. We had incredibly terrible weather and these kids keep going out. I mean, we had, we had PRs all over the place. We had one, two, three, four, five, five PRs on the boys side, um, Friday at, at Ross, um, Alex standard oh. on the high jump. And I'm telling you, Jace, these kids were slipping and falling all over the place on the high jump. It was, it was a tad bit dangerous. Um, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, Jake Richards out there, Ross's AD. I'm going to tell you what, man, that guy is a class act. He came down and, and he made sure everything was, was safe. Um, and, and he did a great job out there, but, uh, you know, you can't control the weather. Cam Mathis right. got a PR in his discus. Tate Brandon keeps getting better. PR in the hundred. Alec Jason, PR in the hundred. Keith Phillips, PR in the thirty-two hundred. So I mean, these kids are going out. They're not caring about the the, the, the terrible weather. They're giving it their all, and and um, and that's exciting to see. So you know, when we go out to Harrison on on Friday night, we've been through the thirty-four degree weather like light snow mm -hmm. we've been through the around 39 degree snow pellet gravel weather okay whatever the heck that is i'm a science teacher i've never heard of that in my life and then <laughs> what you know who knows what's going on if we have a pouring down rain we'll be okay we'll be okay we'll we'll, we'll grunt through it well i look at my i look at the weather right now and we're recording this on monday morning Friday is slated for partly cloudy and 65 degrees. Yeah, right. <laughs> right now. That's going to change, uh, I'm sure, at some point down the road. So uh, hopefully that cooperates. So to that point, then, when you have all these kids out there on the track, you know, throwing the shot put, throwing the distance, going, you know, jumping, what have you, in these conditions, do the coaches leave it up to the kids to say, hey, if you want to go, go, or, or do they – do they collaborate with the kids and say, hey, maybe this event right now with the weather right there, maybe we should think about sitting this one out to avoid injury? Oh, they definitely talk with our kids. And, you know, we'll we'll now, you know, like, you know, Coach Wolf, Coach Rajinsky, and, and Coach Lee have been around long enough. Uh, and the relationships that they build with our kids are, are good enough where they talk. And, um, you know, they we, we never want a kid to go out there and do something that they're not fully comfortable with and 100% behind. Um, but we, you, Jace, we got great kids. I mean, they want to compete. They'll do anything in the world to compete. And so, you know, I just think of young lady, Kate Dorco, who, who um, it was the 400, you know, she's battling it and just watching her, you know, come I mean, she was like 10 yards, 15 yards down in a back stretch. And a lot of these girls are tightening up, finishing. And, uh, you know, she's passing them here at the very end. You know, she very easily could have just rode it out and made sure she didn't pull anything or stuff like that. These kids are going to go and they're going to go 100 miles per hour. And so they, they our coaches talk to them and make sure that they're they're 100 percent committed behind it, because that's when injury happens. When you're not 100% committed to what you're doing, then you're going to get injured. And, and they make sure they talk about it. And, and if a kid is, hey, let's go. We're going to get after it. Aid North, same thing. In the, in the shot push, she won that again. Um, 
I'm pretty sure she won the discus as well and shot put in discus again. That's terrible conditions for her to throw in. She's slippery. This is a young lady that went to state last year twice, you know, in the discus and the shot. She could have very easily sat this out. You know, this wasn't going to make a big deal, but she wants to compete. And, um, and you just got to take the reins off and let them go. Well, and then the results show that that's the right decision to, yeah. to let them go as well, because they're delivering the goods no matter the weather conditions. Again, knock on wood, four days from now, when from recording to the actual event, 65. <laughs> but again, science teacher here, he's not buying that in any way, shape or form uh, to this juncture. So we'll, we'll see what happens there and maybe get a, a weather report for later on uh, in the week. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about your lacrosse programs. Let's start with the boys first. Yes. Uh, take out get a, a, a big win late in the week, a 10-8 win to extend a win streak to three straight now. So after yeah. a slow start, kind of st starting to right the ship a little bit. And now with spring break, they've got some time off. They're not back in action until a week from now, a week from Tuesday uh, against McNick. So heading into the break on a right note, but one of the things that's been the key here is they've really started to clamp down defensively. You know, during this three-game win streak, you've only given up 13 goals during this time, as opposed to the first two matches of the year, when you uh, took took losses there, you gave up 31 goals in those two losses. So 31 in the first two, 13 in the last three, and the results obviously flip from losses to nice wins. Uh, what's been the key there to that defensive turnaround? Yeah, well, I, I can tell you this: the key to the whole turnaround. And I'm so so proud of these kids. the The key to the whole turnaround has been uh, Connor Casey being healthy. And, and we got him back. I mean, he, he's our hammer, man. He's the bell cow that, that um, he was out early in the year. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when, when he came back in, he just gave our team such a shot of confidence. And when he stepped on the field, our kids didn't, you know, they went from hoping the, to compete to thinking they can win, knowing they can win. And he's been huge. So, um, that, that's just been enormous, but then you've got, you know, Austin Croner has, has really stepped up his game. Zach Zay in the back there, Seth Wake in the back. Um, I mean, they are Cole Hinkle in the back. They are all stepping up and being big. And, and what happens is, you know, Connor Casey's been scoring some goals and what, what happens is that, that puts the, you know, kind of a different pressure on the opponents and, and you know, they might shoot a little earlier than, than what they do. So, um, cause they're down and what happens is, you know, our defense doesn't have to play as long, doesn't have to move around as much and, and we're being successful. Our kids are physical in the back too. Zach Zay, you know, Cole Hinkle, uh, Seth Wake, all football players, man, they're in the back there and um, they're physical. And, and, and so what's been happening is, uh, we're winning loose balls and, and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I cannot be happier with our boys lacrosse. And, and we had a little, you know, it's Coach White's first year and feeling some things out as the head coach. And we had a little difficulties getting started. And, and um, our kids know that, uh, you know, we stressed we're not going to get better on the field until we get better off the field. And mm -hmm. our seniors have done an amazing job an amazing job of um, corralling the bunch and making sure we're all, you know, going after the same goal. It's been awesome. Speaking of 
seniors who are doing things in a big way over on the girls side uh, how about ryan yeah. armstrong pu putting five in the net in a, in a road win at lebanon late last week 10-9 to knock lebanon from the ranks of the unbeaten she also had the winner late in that one they're also in a bit of a break right now because of spring break you're next in action there next week against mount notre dame i mean obviously that that's no slouch <laughs> there to uh, have a break in front of but just talk to us about Ryan's leadership and her play on the field. Obviously, five, scoring five of the ten, including the winner against Lebanon, is a big deal. But uh, just her overall play and what she brings to this uh, girls lacrosse program. Yeah, you're not kidding. And I got to tell you, if you see Ryan Armstrong, she might be the last one that you would just, by looking at her, would be an absolute hammer on, on the lacrosse field. I mean, she is a, she's a tiny little thing. And um, – you know, tiny in stature, huge in heart, though. And she she is tough as nails. She's a cross country runner. And those those kids, I mean, they're 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 crazy. Okay. I mean, <laughs> a light day for them is like eleven miles out on the course. I mean, they got something wrong with them. And is that Ryan running or Marsh, driving? What's that? <laughs> is that running or driving? <laughs> it's running. I'm telling uh -oh. you. Oh boy. <laughs> they they are um they're tough as nails. Yeah. You watch mm -hmm. them get done with the race and it's like everything that they have in their tank is completely empty. So she's, she's built tough. There's no doubt about it. So, um, one of our young ladies was out Kennedy cold iron or, um, one of our top goal scorers was out. And so I think, you know, um, and this was, imagine this, this was terrible weather. We were up at Lebanon. I can't remember what day that was. I think it was Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. It was Thursday. Oh, it was it was awful weather. And she took it upon herself. I mean, she put the team on her back. And there's no doubt. Not I, I remember the the um, her last goal. It was uh, about a minute left. And she took it. We were having trouble. About two minutes left. We were having trouble getting it up the field. We get we Aiden Layton did a great job in the goal, but we were having some turnovers. With about a minute 15 left, she took it in our own end, and she didn't pass anywhere. She just said, let's go. And she zigs and zagged and zigged and zagged and bobbed and weaved. She was getting beat all over, beat up all over the place, but she kept going, held on the ball. She finally made it down to our end, and, and our coach called a great timeout. Um, set up a play. She took it in as the Twitter world saw, she got it done last second goal. So uh, she super proud of her. She took it upon herself. You know, that, that's what you want. You want a kid, mm -hmm. you want a kid that said, yeah. Hey, put the game on me. And that's exactly what she did. Um, su just super proud of this young lady. And she was, I mean, right there, she sealed the player of the week, sealed the, the Cincinnati icon player of the week. There is no doubt about it. She was down on Thursday, and if somebody didn't go and vote for her, I got to tell you, we, we'll be coming over and seeing you. It was unreal. Do the right thing, Cincinnati.com. That's just, right. Just saying. Just saying. Right. You, you're gonna you're gonna have an argument on your hands. I'm on uh, spring break. I could sneak <clears throat> out of the office at any time. Yeah, he's Nobody's got a little more here. free time. Yeah, yes. he's got a little more free time on his hands this week. Yeah. Uh, so if you hear not a the, not the, Knock on exactly. your door, that means you didn't vote, and I'm not happy. <laughs>
<laughs> switching gears moving on to your tennis team here right now they're still unbeaten in the ecc they're going to look to keep that going this week assuming mother nature cooperates against little miami and kings we touched last week on um ali daly making the move and wasn't able to play with the girls this past fall she's now playing with the boys this springs and you you alluded a little bit last week to the other teams coming into a matchup and seeing, whoa, there's a, there's a young woman on the other side. I got to deal with her and, you know, dealing with Allie Daly on the tennis court is no easy task as a lot of people have found out during her time at Anderson. But I want to kind of talk about kind of the ins, ins and outs there. What can you tell us about the move for Allie to play with the boys this spring and also how she's reacted because she's had to make that adjustment as well, looking across the court and seeing she's got young men to play against instead of young women. That's funny you asked, Jace, because I just I, I talked with her. Uh, what was it? Um, maybe Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember when we played uh, Bartels Road. She she had a big win uh, versus Bartels Road. Won, um, I believe she won 6-0, and, and so I was talking to her um, while we had another match going on. We, we played up at the Mercy Healthplex because of the terrible weather. Imagine that. Um, mm. So we were sitting down there talking and, and I was talking to her, uh, like her sister is our JV coach as well. So I was talking to them both about, you know, the comparisons of playing uh, between the boys and the girls. Cause her sister was a, was a national player as well, played all over the country. Um, so it was, it was very neat because she was talking to me about, um, you know, she's a power hitter. There's no doubt about it. And when um, in, in the girls, when she's playing the girls, a lot of the times she's the one supplying all the power. And the other girl is just trying to get it back on the other side and get back on their side. And I think you can, you know, you can spend a ton of energy when you're the only one supplying the power. And, and, and I don't mean all the time, but the majority of the time, whereas in the boys, she doesn't have to be the one that's supplying the power all the time. And, and so it's, she can conserve a little energy early on in the matches. And so she has it later on. And, and um, she was just telling me how much she enjoys playing, um, playing the boys because of that. And, and, and other reasons she, you know, she is uh, the game winners that she can hit. She just sees them. And, and picks them apart, and um, it's a lot of fun. I ain't going to lie to you. It is a lot of fun to watch. Make her a more well-rounded player as well. They kind of have yeah. to fo focus just as much defensively in, in, as opposed to just, you know, dropping the hammer on somebody. So uh, uh, kudos to her for doing it. And I, as you said, you know, pulling out 6-0, wins against your rival, you know, on the boy playing, playing against a young man on the other yeah. side, that's nothing to shake a stick about. But, again, that seems like it's another day at the office for Allie and, and her career uh, in Anderson for sure. Lastly, before I let you go here, um, we, we've touched throughout the day here today, and it seems like we do it every spring, about Mother Nature and how it just seems to wreak havoc and what is already a condensed season. This is the most condensed of the of the sports yeah. seasons in the, at the high school level. you got to get so many games in, so many events, and in such a short period of time. So I'm curious from your perspective as an administrator, What's the process like in determining if and when an event's going to be played and if it's not going to be played or it looks like it may not be played, how do you go about the logistics as far as getting something ready or perhaps having to call something off? And if something is called off, 
how do you figure out if and when that's going to be made up? Yeah, it, it, it is a, I don't think there is an, an exact science at all, but you just have to, uh, you know, the experiences that you go through with your field, for example, you know, the baseball field. Um, you know, I've been here now at, at Anderson for, what, 14 years. So I've been around that baseball field for 14 years. You kind of get a good feel on what it's about and been around baseball fields my whole life. And so it's, it's a little bit of a guessing game throughout the day um, when to hop on it with the drag, when to turn it up, when to do this, when to do that, um, when to hand rake it. And so, you, you know, it's, 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 um, it's a little nerve wracking as well because you never want to put a kid in a, in a bad position. So you, you, you want to play, you always want to play, but you never want a kid to come out there in the field position, position, uh, condition, not be suitable for everybody to be out there. Good example. Uh, I think it was, um, Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday, we were supposed to play Lebanon. Um, and they could not get there. It was Thursday. They could not get their field ready. So they called us early. So we went to try to get ours and, um, you know, I just could never, never get the feel that uh, it was going to be a, a good enough field that we could bring them over um, and and be comfortable and them coming over to, to, to play on our field when they couldn't get theirs ready. So you, you just, you have to find the right, uh, the, the, the right conditions. And sometimes it's a guess and you hope you, you guess correct. Like, if you, if you decide at two o'clock, cause you got to decide because the buses, you know, you can't, you don't wait till five o'clock. You got to decide at two o'clock because you cancel buses and all that. And, you know, if you do cancel it, you hope it pours down rain after you cancel it to make it look good. And if you do play, you hope it comes sunshine. Um, you also have to be smart about, you know, with baseball and softball with the grass. Um, you know, there's a lot of times um, your maintenance department can't get out there and cut grass in the spring because it's raining all the time. Uh -huh. And, you know, they might get the, the one day that it's nice, they might have something going on um, and they can't get out and cut the grass. So you kind of got to take advantage and, and do things when you can. Yesterday was a beautiful day. And Mama Newt is a really nice lady. So, um, when I asked her if I could go cut the baseball field because it was a nice day, you know, it's like I, I got the okie dokie. So yesterday I got to cut the field because today, I mean, it's already been raining here at Anderson. So there's no way we could have cut the grass, you know, right now it's soaking wet. Um, and so it, it's, you know, it's a strange thing. You got to have a lot of nice people. You got to be, uh, got to have a nice partner that lets you do things when, when the opportunity arises and um, you know, it's kind of a guessing game. Same thing with track. You know, I always, I always talk about Andy Wolf, you know, when it's pouring down rain or snow, I always say, Andy, should we be doing this? And Andy reminds me, well, Newt, they call it an all weather track for a reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's, it is, it, it gives a lot of ADs very gray hair at times. Point of all this folks, 
have a good partner to check in with <clears throat> and, make, and make sure you get the proper permissions. The younger folks out there who aren't married, make sure to check in with the partner and uh, earn the proper earn the proper permission. And in, you, and in some cases, you get to come on here on a, on a platform like this and earn a few brownie points as well. So um, uh, kudos to you for doing that. And uh, we appreciate the insight on kind of the behind the scenes on how that goes. And uh, with that, we wrap up this episode, Newt. Uh, a lot of great insight here today. Looking forward to next week, getting back to hopefully a full slate of games to talk about. Yes. And we don't have to talk about this rain out stuff anymore. No. Or grovel out, whatever you want to call it. So new terminology this week. We'll see what Newt brings us next week on uh, Inside Anderson Raptors Athletics here at andersonraptors.org and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports.